0: Hi there. Welcome to the Jasmine Star Show, a conversational business podcast that explores what it really means to turn your passion into profits. Is it just me or do I sound like extra hype today? Yo, friends, I just drank some nitro cold brew. So if you happen to be listening to this podcast at 1.5 or 2x speed, y'all gonna slow it down. If you're a first-time listener to the show, welcome. You can expect raw business coaching sessions, honest conversations with industry peers, and the occasional cheesy mom joke. Hey, I'm so happy you click play. Today, we're going to be talking about a little thing called multitasking. Yeah, you've been there. You sit down at your desk with a latte, laptop, and lots of inspiration. You're ready to slay the day. You're basically like a unicorn wearing a crown with a Beyonce fan right in front of you, right? Like you, mm, you're ready. You check your email, respond to a few important questions, and then pick up your phone to post an Instagram story. You take a photo of your computer and your coffee cup with Monday morning hustle written on it. And then you answer a few DMs and then you scroll through your feed a bit. Okay. Back to work. Um, but where, where did you leave off again? And where did the time go? Like, how did you go down the rabbit hole of Instagram? So then you start working on a project you've been putting off for a while. Maybe it's getting your finance together for your bookkeeper or planning your social media content for the month or writing a blog post, whatever it is, you start the project, but 10 minutes in, you instinctively stop working, pick up your phone, answer a few text messages. You go back to what you're working on. Wait, What was it that I was doing? You know, instead of writing the blog post, I really should be looking at my bank account. Oh, yeah, it was that project. Mm -hmm. Friends, be real. Does this sound familiar? If it doesn't, you could just stop listening to this podcast episode right now because you don't need to hear my tips, Hustler. Like, you're really good. Go on and stay focused. You do you. For the remainder of the folks that are still in the room, chances are... You've been in this position before, and you know you're not being as productive or innovative as you can be. And the reason? You're not focusing on one thing at a time. Take it from a girl who focused on a gubajillion, gubajillion, I made up that word, but it's a lot of things all at one time, which left me feeling like I had a ton of projects open and none of them ever complete. In this episode, I'm going to give you four tips to avoid multitasking so you can get more done in less time. If you're ready to work distraction-free and put out your best work, friend, keep listening. Let's get started with the tips. My first one is to keep your phone away while you work. Done, done, done. Separate from my phone. Yes, let's have some social distancing from your phone. Six feet away from your phone and your phone is turned upside down, the front facing a tabletop. Mm, So you don't see any of those notifications. As you heard when I painted the picture of how multitasking affects your productivity, you know, just a minute ago, your phone is one of your biggest distractions from work. From texts, calls, social media notifications, (laughs) even your weather app. Y'all, I live in Newport Beach. It's always 73 degrees. and I'm like, no, no, I should randomly check the weather today. Y'all, the struggle is real. But your phone is designed to keep you on it for as long as possible. That's why I recommend keeping it away while you're working. Think about it. There's no reason why you need to have your phone on your desk while you're doing bookkeeping, writing a newsletter, or working with a client over Zoom. It's just not necessary. And not only that, but just the fact that it's there, it means that you have to fight the urge not to open any of your apps or just keep checking. Keep your phone in another room during work hours to resist the temptation and you'll thank me later. I promise. And this doesn't. Okay, I feel like in a podcast, I am inserting parentheses here. This isn't just about productivity. Keeping my phone in a separate room at night really gives the opportunity to avoid notification, late texts, or hear even hearing the vibration of my phone. Ending podcast parentheses here. Okay, y'all. I am such a nerd. You could tell I'm a homeschooler, right? You could totally tell I'm a homeschooler. Let's get into the second tip, and that is to take advantage of your peak performance hours. Chances are, as soon as you heard this tip, you immediately started thinking about what your peak performance hours are. So what's peak performance? You know those times during the day where you're like, wow, my brain is really vibing right now. I'm getting stuff done, or I'm connecting the dots, or there's a lot of firing in my synapses in my brain. Parts of the day where you feel a little bit higher amped, ready to go. Since we were kids, everyone has certain hours of the day that they are most likely to be productive and have the most innovative ideas. For me, those hours are between 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. I know, people are like, 5 a.m.? Yes, I am an early riser. I get the most amount of my creative work done in the darkness of the morning. Listen, I didn't program my brain this way. This was just the way God created me. So this means I prioritize most of my important tasks and accomplish them the first thing in the morning. Then I save other things like meetings and less brain intensive projects for later in the day. On the other hand, you might be a night owl, someone whose peak performance hours are later in the day or in the evening. And that means you should plan to do important uninterrupted work during those hours. So regardless of what your peak performance hours are, like being an early bird or being a night owl, one is not better than the other at all, but it's just important to take advantage of them during those hours because you're going to most likely find yourself in like a flow state or being in the zone. This means you'll get more work done in a shorter amount of time, have better ideas and anticipate problems and solutions quicker. So friends, This is a game changer. The third tip to avoid multitasking is to schedule breaks in your day. No one can be 100% focused on one specific thing 100% of the time. It's impossible. We're only human. Don't hold yourself to that standard. The best way to combat this is to schedule specific times for breaks in your day. And I really don't mean just like 25 minutes for lunch. That's kind of sort of what I try to do. But then I was like, listen, that can't just be it only. Allow yourself five to 10 minute breaks every 90 minutes. I like 90 minutes, but somewhere that five to 10 break anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours, like having a sprint of work with no distractions for 90 minutes is one of the most powerful things that I do in my business because it keeps your brain fresh and then it helps really being distracted while you're focused on the work that needs to get done. Knowing you have a break coming up to check social media platforms or take your dog for a walk or answer text messages. ah. This is going to help you stay in one task and resist the urge to pick up your phone or check your email. Then you get to reward yourself for your hard work and focused energy by giving your mind a break after you finish. Finally, my last tip is to create a daily timeline to help keep you on track. Once you know your peak performance hours and are convinced that you need to schedule frequent breaks to keep your mind fresh, creating a daily schedule is the perfect way to ensure you don't get distracted and try to get too many things done at once. If you've been listening to the podcast or following me on social media for a while, you may know that I create a daily timeline every day single day to ensure I get everything done, to ensure I take breaks, and then to ensure that I'm wrapping my workday at 6 p.m. You can see an example of my daily timeline and how I break down really large projects into practical daily pieces at jasminestar.com forward slash productivity. Again, I want to give you a full picture of my full day so you understand exactly how I remain productive. So friend, there you have it. As a recap, my four tips to avoid multitasking are, number one, keep your phone away from you as you work to resist the temptation to check it. Number two, take advantage of your peak performance hours. Number three, schedule breaks in your day to keep your mind fresh. And number four, to create a daily timeline to help keep you on track. These tips were all about saving time which is one of my favorite topics and top priorities as a business owner. Why? Time is the most valuable piece of life that you have, not just in your business, but in your life. I actively look at saving time in my business so I have more time to spend with my family, to spend with my husband, to get a massage, to go on a walk, to make a green smoothie. I want my business to serve my life. I don't want my life to be chained to my business, which is why productivity and time management is super high on my Richter scale. So these tips were all about saving time, right? So I got to let you know that The way I strategize my life to ensure that I'm not chained to social media is I plan my social media content in one day for a month. Yeah, I'm going to invite you to my free masterclass, how to plan, organize, and execute a month of social media posts in one day. Friends, lock in your seat. It is one of the most popular classes that I teach. I only teach them live. And I teach them about twice a year. So friends, jasminestar.com forward slash 30 days. It is a 60 minute masterclass. So you know what to post, how to create an effective plan, how to ensure that you're showing up daily without being chained to social media and get your time back. Friends, if you go, you're going to get lots of resources and tools, jasminestar.com forward slash 30 days. Save your seat. I can't wait to see you there. How amazing is it going to be for us to be connected on the podcast and then for us to be connected in real time in this class? Prepare your hearts. I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm undone. I'm going to see you there. If I was in eighth grade, I would send you a note that said, will I see you there? And then I would have a box that says yes and another box that says yes. Will I see you there? Yes. Oh, yes. Chat soon, friends.